go and top that. Such a waste of pretty face, but hanging in your nose face. I wish that you would take a look and really stop that. Top that. Well, stop that. I don't really give up about trying to top that. Top that. Stop that. I wish you finally take a real look and really stop that. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Top That, your favorite weekly podcast where we discuss a variety of topics. Top top five topics. Top five topics. We always keep it top fresh, never, top fun. Never six. Never six. You can't do six minute abs. No. No. I've been doing six minute abs and that's why they're not there. Well, that's your problem. Uh, bump that up to like 24 minute abs. I, I have a problem. You eight minute abs. Three minute abs. Wow. Yeah. Starting out spicy here. Right. Well, talk about my six minute abs. It's right. Billy's birthday. Happy oh. birthday, Billy. Well, it's not Billy's birthday right now. Or when it's we Billy's released it. Billy's birthday six months ago. Yeah. Two days ago. Yeah, so it's not Billy's birthday. It's not Billy's birthday. <laughs> Billy already had his birthday. Billy already had his birthday. But if it was his birthday, we would say happy birthday. But Billy. it's not, so I hope your day shit. Sorry, hope it Billy. Sucks, Billy. Um, Fucking stank just, fuck. Just kidding, Billy. Just kidding, Billy. Um, just get this out of the way. Uh, reach out to us on our Instagram, you guys. Uh, top that dude. T O P T H A T D U D E. Uh, additional content, photos, sound bites of Derek's butthole—you know, all of the above. We got some of those. Uh, that's gonna... a you gotta you gotta uh, donate to our Patreon to get special access right. to the butthole files. Exactly. Are you done? Drink. <laughs> uh, the sausages are good. Or you can reach out to us on our email, topthatdude at gmail.com. Same spelling. Um, you know, I feel like not a lot of people are active on emails unless you work in an office of some sort. But that's just my opinion. I like emails. I don't. The only thing I use an email for is for all of my subscriptions. Yeah, that or signing up for something, which is the same. Oh, Were you not listening to the dude's story? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I use my email for like, yeah, like for subscriptions and stuff. (laughs) Oh my god. I would like to announce Uh, now I'm going to a different podcast, leaving these two fucks behind. uh, I do use email a lot. Yeah. Because I I use it for files and sending people stuff. Sharing stuff. You correspond with people via email a lot, probably. I do, because I don't like talking on the phone. Yeah. Hate the telephone. I do. I saw a meme the other day that was. I think it's awesome and hilarious how we invented the telephone a hundred years ago, and then all of a sudden we decided it was awkward and weird. Collectively and decided. Collectively decided it was awkward and weird, and now we just send really fast letters. It's true. <laughs> it's very perfect. True. If my phone rings and it's not a telemarketer, I honestly nine times out of ten I'm like, oh fuck, someone's dead. I don't think. I always. I always think it's bad news. Unless it's a girl that I'm like talking to, like on a romantic level, and someone calls me, like, "Fuck, something's wrong." 
That's a very sad frame of mind to to be in. Get off my ass about it. Hey, I'm just, that's my opinion. You can, you know, reject it or whatever. I assume 95% of the phone calls I'm getting are telemarketers. I don't know anybody in fucking Chattanooga. Yeah. I'm not answering the phone. Yeah. I'm not answering it. You I, should You should get to know some people in Chattanooga. Do you know anybody in Chattanooga? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me their name right now. Phil. <laughs> Phil Dawson. Get your Phil. All right. Yeah. The kicker? <laughs> yeah. Of the Browns like 10 years ago? Yeah. All right. Maybe I'll answer the next Chattanooga call. If it's Phil Dawson, but yeah. But if it's New Hampshire, no way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I do get one, uh, the same phone number from Hawaii always calls talking about my student loan debt. Well, have you they paid it off? always leave a message too. I don't have a student loan debt. I did not take out a student loan. Me and mom took a student loan for me on your name. Oh, you're an ass. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be funny if that was true. Oh, I would kill you. Uh, well, you I'd... know what? I wouldn't even care because my credit score is fucking great right now. So, so good job, Derek. Yeah. Uh, I got a call a couple of years ago from a guy. Like It was one of those, they leave a message and they tell you that a file or a case has been opened against you. Like they're with the IRS and a case has been opened against you. Yeah. And so this was, this is, I was a young, I think this was my first year living in Roseburg. So, you know, I'm a new adult yeah. out by myself. A fresh you know, adult. Living on my own, no one in that town. I'm like all, you know, and this was the first call, like one of the things I had to deal with. And me not knowing that this was a scam was like, oh fuck, I better call. I called him up, and it was some Indian dude. Who, right when he answered, I was like, oh, well, this is bullshit. Yeah. He goes, uh, hello? And I was like, yeah, so I got a call about a case or something open against me. He's like, oh, yeah, uh, one second. And he's like, I'm officer blah, blah, blah with the IRS, badge number like 324, and uh, I'm just going to need your social security number to get started. <laughs> and I was like, uh... Yeah, I'm not comfortable giving that to you over the phone. And he didn't even say anything. He just hung up. <laughs> Is this Nathan? Yeah. Wash the touch? Oh, my God. Nathan, uh, wash yeah. What a shit job to have. Yeah, like, Try, just trying to be a scammer. Right. <laughs> Man, I've had and had a lot of luck lately. Right. Just my numbers really down. I think I just get a couple numbers. I've social. had a long day. Can you just give them to me mixed up and I'll try and figure it out? Well, yeah, yeah, I guess I could do that. <laughs> All right, you ready? Yeah. Here they are. I'm like going to give them to you twice. Let me get a pen. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. What? Almost. And got it. Go. <laughs> Five, two, four, what? Uh, five? Was the five? Was that the first? Have you guys seen the video of the girl? She's in the backseat. This is the last one that won't get started. Uh, she's in the backseat with her boyfriend, and it's a scammer's calling her, and she's going along with it, but she obviously knows, and she gives him a wrong card number. Have you guys seen that? No. Oh, God, it's so funny. He's on speakerphone, and she's like, yeah, so it's eight, two, five, seven. And she, like, smiles and, like, holds it out, and he goes, okay, thank you. And you hear, like, typing. And then he just comes back and goes, fuck you, you stupid bitch. You cunt. Why would you do that? Like, you bitch. It's so funny. They're just dying laughing. That's good. I love a good prank call. Yeah. Especially on telemarketers. Right. That's so good. All right. Well, 
You know what? I love the the morning banter today. It's nice. Um, But let's get into why we are here today. We are... Discussing something that I feel like everybody has discussed. Everybody talks about this at some point in their life. And hopes that someday it becomes real. So we're going to talk about what you would do if you hit it big and won the lottery. And we're talking major lottery. Yeah. We're talking like... Don't give me two mil. Right. We're talking basically unlimited funds. You're set for the rest. You can do whatever you want for for the the rest of your life. For the sake of the podcast, it's two billion. Tax free. Two bill? Because one of my things costs a billion alone. (laughs) I need two. All right. Derek Derek wanted really big. Yeah. Yeah. Fat one. But yeah, we're talking you and your kids and your kids' kids and probably their kids if they're still around, are set. I hit a quarter of a million dollar or $250 million lottery and then went to Vegas and turned it over three, four times. That's what I did. All right, there we go. All, All right. right. So we're we're discussing our top five things that we would do if we had basically unlimited access to money. Yeah, I feel like everybody has had this conversation. Everybody has this with their friends. Everybody Everyone. thinks about it. Right. This has been in the group chat. If, if this hasn't once touched your group chat, your group chat's boring as fuck. Yeah, what are you talking about? Well, I mean, we all we all see when people do hit the lottery, and there is a little bit of a frenzy that happens when those jackpots get really, really high. I don't know, you know, as far as I've been alive, I feel like there's been record jackpots in the last, like, what, seven years? They're doing it on purpose. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. But... You know, they're getting to really high dollar amounts. Yeah. And. That one hit a billion, didn't it? I don't know. I thought there was one that hit a billion. It did. Yeah, Yeah. for sure it did. So I'm not like a big gambler at all. I enjoy playing the games, but I don't like blowing my own money on it. But it definitely gets me to buy lotto tickets oh yeah when it starts getting up there side note i feel i've read so many stories of like the person who won the lottery was a pool at the office and and because they all put in three bucks twice a week and i want to start a pool with like 20 of us yeah venmo me three bucks a week listener pool yeah Ooh. yeah okay we can get in on that now we're talking check into the instagram later (laughs) yeah but I, w- I, I would, you know, be the affiliate of that. I'll take care of that. Go go to the, the plaid pantry twice a week. See, I always feel like it's it, like a fucking random oh, stop. The last guy that won the big one uh, won it because he used the numbers he got out of a fortune cookie. Yeah, that was cool. That's crazy. Yeah. I always feel like it's some random fucking person that stopped at the mini mart on their way home in Chattanooga. And this is why you need to get to know some people at Chattanooga. <sighs> Nail you a lottery winner. I guess. But yeah, uh, you. I mean, everyone's had this thought. Everyone's had this conversation. So, Well, Derek, why don't you start us off? No, because I started last time. I'll do it. I'll start. Oh, my God. Hey, no, I I appreciate that because I would feel the same way. Yeah, I feel like I'm I always, will start. I feel, like, I feel like she's always put me on the spot. At not I think she is. Yeah. I started last time. That argument did not work for me 10 minutes ago. <laughs> well, that's on the intro. Yeah, intro is different. You yeah, gotta get a, you're you, good at the intro. Take it as a compliment. Oh. You got a good intro voice. 
You did a great intro this oh. time. Thanks, guys. Oh. I always get uh, caught up on what to fucking say about. We do top five, talking about. I turn into things. I turn into the Chris Farley show every time. You do. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So it drives me a little nuts. Stupid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got uh, so uh. You guys remember when we did this show last week? We got an Instagram. You remember that? You know the emoji that's like the fucking fire red anger emoji? Yeah. That's what happens on the inside when I watch you do an intro. <laughs> Go ahead, Nate. All right. What's your number one? My, no, my number one? Or number five. Oh. Your first one. <laughs> so I don't know. I was thinking about whether I would do this in the order like five would be what I did first. That's what I'm going to do is... That's what you're doing? Yeah, I'm kind of doing a reverse list because I would do it in the kind of the order. But hold on, hold on. I have, a, I have a question before we even start. What would be the absolute first thing you guys say? Say you are watching a TV and you see your numbers pop up and you have the ticket in your hand. Are you, are you calling someone? Are you like yeah. fucking slapping yourself, making sure this isn't a dream? I'm not calling anybody. I'm, I'm not calling. I'm not calling you. No, I'm not, I'm not calling, calling fucking, fucking mom. I'm not calling a soul. No, I'm fucking. I I don't think it's possible because I read they have to have the ticket winner just so there's no funny business. They have to like, you can't stay completely anonymous. But I would hire whatever lawyer I could to accept the ticket. I would try and stay anonymous as fuck. Nate is shaking his head. Who would you call? My parents immediately. I'd call my parents. I'd be like, mom. We don't. You don't have to do anything anymore. Probably, you don't have to work anymore. I'd probably call your parents too first. <laughs> I seriously would. I'd be like, we don't have. You don't have to worry about anything financial anymore. They'd be like, why? I'd be like, I just won the lottery. I would go through the process of getting all of it first before I told anybody. Mm-hmm. But that being said, I did look it up. There are only like a handful of states where you can remain anonymous. They do announce you and it's terrifying to me yeah but right and but you can one of the like the loopholes is that you can ask for it to be in a trust or something that that's a way to get around that where your identity doesn't get oh so i would figure out a way if there is a way to to hide my you know identity as far as winning i did see a guy recently what was one of the last winners he wore a screen mask that's awesome. When he picked it up so nobody could see his Nice. Face. Here's, yeah. a, here's what I but think, still, though. you got the first and last name. The, the, right. The people, I have a, because when we've had this in the, our group chat, Brett has made the point that is like, I have no problem telling certain people in to my life off. to fuck off. Yeah. I, I have that. I say, I'm not, it's not like I'm fucking trying to anoint myself as, oh, I'm this nice person, but I'm always going to be stressed out because I have... Here's my first tier of good friends. Here's my second tier that's probably going to get a less. Here's my third tier. And then I think of all the people that are going to like be, oh, what the fuck, bro? I don't get any money. And that's just going to stress me the fuck out. Where I'm just like, you know, like, because we have a huge family. Right. And it's like, oh, shit. I mean, our aunt that lives in Hood River that we haven't seen in 20 years. I got to break her off with something. She's got three kids. Yeah. What? So I'm going to give mom's four sisters and leave her out. Yeah. And then I got to do that. What are we going to give Roach? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm, t- I'm terrible at talking to people now, so I, it'd be pretty easy for me. Yeah, that'd be easy for you. Um, another thing I would probably do is I might change my phone number. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Just so. I wouldn't. I'd field all the calls. Yeah. yeah what's well, up? Yeah, you know what? If I'd hire a secretary. Yeah. I mean, I, 
I would find a way to like just keep it on the hush as as much as possible. I am definitely one of those types of people that like I kind of associate it with negative panic. Like if something happens to me, I am very like like stay put. Right. Don't move. Don't move. What the fuck is going on? Like assess all of it. Like and then start thinking about moves. We li- we live in a small enough community where like the good people in our community have low key become family. So, I mean, someone good from back home would be like, listen, my mom needs a kidney transplant. I think we would get a thousand sob stories. Of course. And th- those would be draining because w- you would eventually have to start saying no to people. I think you could get, you'd get to that mentality real fast. And here's why I think why. I know people say that like money doesn't buy happiness and all that. I think that's bullshit. <laughs> I think that's a complete lie. Money helps facilitate that happiness way easier. And I think that if once you got that money and your lifestyle started to change and you don't have to worry about bills or where this is coming from or that you're in this place, at least to me, all those other anxieties kind of fall to the side. And so dealing with people like that, you just be like, um, no, I'm good. I think it, 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 it's different for for everybody. Yeah. Because that could be a huge anxiety for somebody but for you, obviously, that's easy for you to brush off. Like, oh, fuck off. You know, like, I'm not giving you shit. Right. You know? I, what, I, I, I agree with you. I'm just saying I think once you get that money, even for someone that that would be kind of like a trigger, mm-hmm. I think that it would help relieve other things. So I think you'd be more calm in general. That makes sense? Yeah, I get what you're saying. I just don't necessarily agree with it. Gotcha. I would definitely have someone run my day-to-day so I wouldn't have to deal with that and like only the important shits would get through basically like you know a, an assistant yeah a secretary an executive assistant that I trusted probably hire someone from back home I'd hire Riley from back home uh, first off I'd make sure she would you know would be nothing she'd have to worry about but I'd also like because I want her to talk shit back to some people from me so it's just like resident shit talker yeah exactly oh Drew you're calling again hmm. what do you need <laughs> What do you need money this time for? <laughs> I just imagine Riley on like yeah. a, a headset yeah. fucking phone. <laughs> like, oh, talking all the shit. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so, okay. So we established that. That's Nate, just the Nate, base. That Nate's doesn't count as the parents. list. Yeah, that's if you hit it, if you if you figured out, you hit every single fucking number. Nate's calling his parents. Mm-hmm. Derek and I ain't saying shit to anyone. No, not a fucking soul. I'd probably call him the day after though. I'd figure, I'd make, I'd like quadruple check the numbers and all that. Right. That's why I would be going through a major like fucking reality check. And I'd probably go out to like a dinner. Like I'd probably, I probably wouldn't tell you right away, but I'd be like, hey, let's go out to dinner. Like, let's go eat, eat something good tonight. What would you, I, I don't think I could, honestly, after finding the realization that you had the winning ticket, I don't think I, I don't know what I would be able to do. Do I take it out to dinner with me? Do I put it in a book somewhere? It all of a sudden becomes this huge thing where like, I don't know what the fuck to do with this. Like, I'd put it in a safe spot in my house. But it's like, oh, a fire ruins my life now. And But do I keep it? Like that would just become that whole thing. I, I, I feel like I'm getting stressed out just thinking about Jesus. it. <laughs> yeah, Christ. All right, let's go into the actual list right. so we stop talking about this. Uh, so... I think that I'm going to do it 
that way. Yeah. So my number five is would be like the first thing I would do. Right. Number four will be the second. Right. Third. Fourth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So the first thing I would do once I established, because I think everybody would agree, the three things you get is a money manager, a lawyer, and something else. One other one you get. Right. But anyway, you hire people to and deal with all the money. To advise you yes. and get everything set up. And you have to figure out whether you're going to take the lump sum or the annuity. Lump sum. Every time. Yeah. Every why time. Not? Everybody not? knows that. Yeah. Because, I'll tell you why. But what are the J.G. Wentworth songs are so fucking yeah, catchy. Let me, let me interrupt you. If you're taking annuity, stop listening right now. I don't want to talk to some fucking nerd. You're all taking a lump sum. Yeah, lump sum. Every right. time. Okay. Because... Not taking a fucking allowance. That's over thirty years that that happens. the The depreciation and inflation that you're gonna get in those thirty years, that money, it was Sabrina this time. It was. Sabrina yeah. always we've done it. Yeah, Derek have both done it. Just I get daggers. Yeah, drink, drink. Soak Everybody should up. drink for that <laughs> one. I'll drink for that. Goddamn. Uh, oh, mine just went off and it was fine because it was on the goddamn bed. Uh. So if you take the lump sum, or if you take the annuities, over those 30 years, there's going to be inflation, and that money is no longer worth what it was when you first won. Gotcha. Second, even though you're taxed heavily on that lump sum, once you get that lump sum, you can invest it. Yeah. And when once you invest it, by the time you get to that 30 years of the other one, you're going to have way more money than you would have. All right. Lump, lump sum. every time. It seems like it sucks because it's like half the money, but every time. Call J.G. Wentworth. So once I had all the it dealt with, the first thing I would do is I would call my mom. I'd tell and I'd take care of friends and family. That'd be the first thing I would want to get money out and see. This is what I think would help me and be able to say "Mm, no to people later. Mm -hmm. Is I would make amounts at the start that this is what you're getting. Yeah, I'm giving you this much. Yeah, and I would go deep. Like I'd go cousins and shit you know everybody you get a grand yeah but i give a little bit of it to everybody just to yeah Yeah. just to you know but then my good friends i would be like hey dude i don't have to work anymore and i'm gonna give you this to hopefully you don't have to work as hard anymore too like i don't want to be living this lifestyle alone i'm yeah i'm taking people with me like close family and friends let here you go. Right. Let me know when you're in trouble. <laughs> right. And that that's something that I thought about too. Like, are you kidding? He like pushed it. Are you kidding? Tapio, We're in the studio. Tabio literally just shoved the guitar like it was fucking Lowry. <laughs> I said the, I said the guitar was out of tune. Uh, but yeah, that's what I would start with. Yeah, friends uh, and family. What I was gonna say is that um, I thought about that. Like, there is probably. You probably become, or at risk to become so lonely if you don't bring people in. If you don't have any sort of close network, like, obviously we said that we wouldn't call anybody, but that doesn't mean that you're not going to later bring in people. Right. But if you are have all this money and you live this crazy lifestyle and you don't have anybody to enjoy your life with, that's going to suck too. That's That's where the money doesn't bring you happiness. You don't fucking have, you know, your friends are succeeding too. Your family is comfortable. Like when you're sitting on top of this fucking giant money pile, what the fuck is the good in that? Yeah, I agree. With, I, yeah. Money itself doesn't buy happiness. Right. But that, that 
Well, money you facilitates help. it. Yeah, yeah that's money great. Yeah. facilitates because you can use it to uh, the stressors. A lot of my stressors, and I think a lot of people's stressors nowadays come from money. Ninety nine percent, ninety nine and a half percent. Yeah, I got so, ninety nine problems. Ninety eight can be solved with money. Right. Yeah. So all those stressors are now gone. Yeah. So that's what the happiness. But yeah, I, I think I would also, in terms of, I'll, I'll group this into the friends category. I might actually put away like a a uh, uh, into account that like can make its own money, like an investment yeah, yeah, yeah. account, a slice that can be used for randos that come up and are like they're friends, but they're not as close. Right. But they're like, hey man, I got this idea, or my daughter's sick, or some you know whatever, looking for money that I can be like, oh, I have this other fund set aside that's yeah. set aside for this. Yeah. Whatever gets like a through foundation. my secretary Riley. Yeah, I'll invest in. But yeah. if she doesn't think it's good enough, it's all right. <laughs> good number one. Riley's your your gate of ideas. Yeah. Number five. First one. Mr. Danzel. <laughs> I have uh, 20 ideas today. No. Um, uh, I'll go next. Okay. Um, so the first thing I would do once everything is settled is I... Like, my first two steps are definitely, like, big real estate things, but I would buy the house that I grew up in from my parents. I would buy that so they don't have to worry about it. Not that, I mean, it's paid off now, but I would buy it from them so they could have that money. We still own it, and then I would fix it all up. There's a lot of things that need to be fixed in that house. And so it always stays in our family. That, to me, is one of the, like the most sentimental things for me is our childhood home. And I get to go back to it all the time because Mikey and Lindsay live in it, which is awesome. And I would let them live in it still, but I would buy my parents' house. That would be the very first thing I would do. Nice. Would you remodel it? Yeah. I mean, like, not, like, probably anything crazy, but I would just make sure, like, you know, put a new roof on it. Make sure everything's good. You know, like finish everything yeah the fact that there's still two unfinished rooms in it right it just just update it yeah but i wouldn't want to transform it to where it's like it's unrecognizable right it's weird but i've never felt that attachment to your house yeah and i've lived in the same house my whole life it's the only house i've known yeah but i've never felt it do you still have a room there no yeah it's it's a gym now. Yeah. No, it's They're a long like story, shit. but long story short, these uh, family friends, they used to have these kids that we grew up together and they were kind of all over the place. And the littlest kid, the parents no longer like his dad lives there, but he got, he let, didn't want to live with his dad or got kicked out. So he's been living with my parents for like five, six years. Oh. He's like 22 though. Interesting. Huh. Uh, but he was he's in your room. I did for a long time. I didn't change it. Nice. It was. Uh, I. I don't. I think I was like, within. I, I didn't even get a move out. Like I started packing a bag, and they're already taking shit out of my room, putting new shit in. <laughs> you want to in here? I also feel like though it. I feel like I would feel a little bit more like that if I grew up in a town like you guys did, because yeah. there's more than just the house like around it. So the house represents like the house and your friends and. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't. There's just so. I just feel like there's so much that happened on the inside of that house. Like yeah, it, we lived in 
up until I was like five, I think we didn't live in that house. So we lived in a, you know, tiny apartment, the, you know, the ash apartments, the riverines, wherever you want to call them. We lived in those for a few years. Um, we lived in a house up by Peter Pan for a little while. So we lived in a couple different areas of Astoria and then moved into this home. But I remember being like a little kid and, and being so cold in the house cause it was like barely finished and having like a space heater in there and like coming down and getting ready for school and like sitting with dad, you know, like there's so many like moments in that house that happened on the inside of the house that just created that sentiment. Like, yeah. And then growing up and having all of our friends come in and out between Anthony, me and Derek, our parents, friends, you know, like it was a place to just stop in and that there's just so much energy there that I would never want to let it go. Huh. Whereas yeah. I'd be like, don't you guys want a better house? Let's get you out of this house. Right. But that's a, I would want to just keep the house. No. Yeah. 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 It, it, nobody would, you know, nobody would have to live in it, but just to keep it. Yeah, I've never that had be, that. Yeah, that would be my first move. Even as a kid, I was like, I'd be cool if we left. When we were kids, we I, I don't know about you, but I wanted to leave every fucking day. I wanted to move to Seattle when I was a kid. Because we knew that there was more out there. Oh, I just, I meant like, I, we could move a to a different house. house. Yeah. I probably huh. would have when I was a kid, but now, no. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. That would be the first thing. Interesting. Yeah. Derek, what would you do? Uh, the first thing I would do is um, get all my plastic surgery done. No. So, and before, like, I'm not getting lip injections or anything like that. Yeah, what's the lip? <laughs> I want to hear what these okay. are. Okay, so, um, I fucking had bad teeth my whole life, and it's partly genetic because we, me, my brother, and my sister are all born without the incisors that separate our two front teeth from my canine, so everything is all like nice and evenly gapped and spaced out. That being said, I have, uh, there is, uh, it's not, I don't even want to use the word syndrome, but there is some, like, I have such a bad class three bite where it, it can be surgically correct. It's something that needs to be corrected where the top part of my jaw is too far back. So if you see my profile, you're like, oh, that kid looks like he has a smashed kind of face. There are before and after pictures on the internet. They're like, oh shit, that person looks way better after the surgery. I need that done. Uh, so uh, I fought- You have an underbite? Massive. You never noticed this? Mm. That's what I like about you. That's um, what I had. I had that surgery. Massive. Masha, dude. I know what you're doing there. I can do that too. Yeah massive so um yeah i would get a brand new grill um partly because our older brother and it was literally they would wake up drunk and be like hey where's where's Derek? let's make fun of his fucking mouth again when i was little whatever bullshit you fucking oh yeah don't 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 yes they would they wouldn't wake up drunk but it was literally every fucking day every day i would catch shit from them every single day who from anthony and dad about your teeth? Yes. Every single fucking day. They wouldn't wake up. I'm trying to paint this picture and then just fucking like, they were sober and they would do it. Is this like how you don't think that you antagonized anybody? No. <laughs> it's crazy that you guys think it's all me and you fucking, you remember yourselves 
That's fucking Mother Teresa's. It's crazy. It's fucking nuts. I never nuts. once said that. That's, that's, you think that. <laughs> that being, okay, so the uh, massive jaw surgery. Next thing I would do, I'd get my shoulder fixed because it keeps popping out. That shit needs to get fixed. I heard that uh, a couple years ago, my last year in college. Feels like it's getting degeneratively worse. Then I'd fix my jersey finger. Um, which is, that's literally what it's called. And I, and the funny thing is, is I got it from holding onto a Jersey. And, uh, basically what that is when you hold, it's a sports injury, you're holding someone's Jersey and you have your tendons tighten your fingers and then they rip it clean and one of your tendons gets pulled down. So that doesn't hurt. Like what, one of my fingers is just permanently stuck up it's, and it's like just, yeah, it's just because I don't have the tendon in it anymore to like pull it down. I just don't have that movement in it. It can be surgically fixed. Um, and yeah, it just no matter how hard I do it, try it. It just can't like bend it anymore. What if you pushed it? Yeah. No, if I push it, like it has that range of motion. Gotcha. It just, it just, I can't do it anymore and it's that's crazy and it's funny because when i finally got it checked out the doctor the the shit that hurts about when it finally healed it like will bend it it bends backwards so it's susceptible to getting like pushed back which hurts like a complete bitch like your finger bending the other way yeah yeah Yeah, so um the doctor was like oh it looks like jersey finger which was hilarious because like in my head it all clicked I was holding on to a jersey in football, and they fucking ripped it clean, and it hurt so fucking bad. Like, tendon ripped. Ugh. And our dad was the epitome of, like, oh, fucking rub some dirt on it. It's fine. So, like, any injury I come home with, it was just my hand would be sore. Because I got it. So. You got any more? Yeah, I got one more. I, uh, I don't even know if this is possible. Uh, is there a something called beard surgery where I can, like... <laughs> Basically, I think you can basically implants in my yeah, face. Yeah, I think better, you can to get a better beard. I want, I want, you know, like the nice full beard. Yeah, so that that would be like the I get everything fixed, and then it's like, okay, here's the one thing I do kind of cosmetically want, and that would be like a good beard. I think you can get like beard plugs, like yeah. hair plugs, but on your face. Yeah, like because I don't have a good beard. Whatever. So I get all those shits done, and then I would like that would be the first thing I do it, and then I'd start the rest of my list. But it's like, oh, all like. The things that are wrong slash insecurities all gone. That would be a trip. That would be a trip because I'm thinking about you guys said you wouldn't tell anybody. Yeah. And this is the first thing right. I do it. <laughs> Derek walks yeah. in. Like, Derek just, just taking a month off of work. I'm here just going, oh, it's kind of weird. I wonder like what's going on at work. Uh, Why would ha- he take a month off? He just comes back like looking better. What the fuck is happening? Right. Oh, dude, how was your vacation? You haven't shit. Wait, that looks full. You at the lottery, didn't you? <laughs> the money <laughs> oh my god that's a good one when you started out saying your plastic surgeries i was like oh i didn't know you wanted plastic surgeries but i like i like your choices i'm, I'm re- more repairing yes. everything. yeah and it's uh just because it's getting like i have i really want to take like we've talked about it before like right down the street there is a really good like brazilian jiu-jitsu place i would love to go like learn and practice i can't do that mentally with thinking every time someone is on the left side of my body my shoulder is going to come out yeah i need that to get fixed i need that peace of mind before like i go snowboarding again and if i fall i can catch myself without the shit popping out in the middle like it did last time and just i want to yeah so fix those so that that would be the first thing i would do body fix body fix boom and 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 then go just do everything i 
like people like my smart advisors would be like, oh, go do this, go sit and go to the yeah, go to the king in the castle. Um, <laughs> go, hey, there's this thing in Sweden where you can go sit in like this this salted ice bath that like rejuvenates everything. Like, oh, you can eat this pill that'll fuck you know, like make you ten years younger. Like just everything you can think of. Like, oh, this is good for you. This is good for you. This is good for you. Go do this. Hashtag self care. Yeah. First thing first. That jaw surgery is rough. I know. You've rough. told that, that story you've told me a, a few times. It's gnarly. Go ahead. Good. Good. Give, give good me first one though. Yeah. Uh. So the next thing I would do after taking care of my parents and friends and whatever, setting them all up, is I would travel for probably a year straight. Like, I would make it a point that I'm going to travel for a set period of time. And I'd probably just make it not a time, but I'm going to travel around the world. Yeah. And I'd literally just make a loop around the world for... Obviously, I'd travel after that. Yeah. But just one big first trip. Yeah. With unlimited money, is there a country that you would be most excited to see that you haven't seen yet? No. I think I'd be more stoked. Just I'd, I think... If I had unlimited money, meaning I could go literally anywhere for as I would be more excited for the places that I had never planned to see in my That's life. That's what I was just thinking. Like too. the little tiny, yeah. like the I would unexpected. never, ever, right, ever have the chance to do this unless I hit this lottery. Right. I think that like like Madagascar or something. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Let's like go see some lemurs or some shit. Yeah. That would That's be dope. What I would do. Yeah. Would you take somebody with you? Absolutely. I would tell I would tell all my close friends and my parents. Uh, I'd say, "Hey, you can't come with me to my parents. <laughs> can't come with me the entire time." Yeah. But to my friends, I'd be like, "Hey, you guys can join at any time, and you can like tag along for as long as you want." Yeah. You can go for the whole trip. You can bounce in and out. Yeah. Just whatever. I'd still fly standby. <laughs> I would not save the money. I would not. That would be so fun. That would be. Um, I'm surprised that didn't make my list. It didn't. I was thinking, just thinking that too. Like that to me is, I feel like that's a very obvious choice, but it's still such a great one because everybody wants to travel the world. That I feel like is that's a bucket list thing, you know? Like, so if you have unlimited funds, all of a sudden you're going to take a trip somewhere. Like, and I would make it a point too, to go literally around the world. Not like, oh, I'm going to Spain and now I'm coming back to this and now I'm going to this. It'd be like, I'd go down through South America and then back up through like, fucking, I don't know, I'd have to get up to Canada and Greenland and right. all that shit. But a true... Right. Hit every continent. Yeah. Yeah. That would be so sick. Oh, it'd be so fun. Yeah. I'd try, I'd probably try and talk a couple people into doing the whole thing with me. Totally. Because I think it'd be fun to start through the Americas. It would be, sorry, go ahead. In like a souped up van or like monster vehicle. Not like flying to everybody. No, like, rural style. Yes. The, yeah. the Americas like the United States and then Central and South America. Yeah. Oh. Americas. <laughs> yeah. All of it. North America, South yeah. America, all of them. My cat is being a real, he just a animal. on one this weekend. Um, he is. I, it would be fun to do what you're doing and then set 
a music festival schedule to it. Like, oh, Ooh. we need to be in Spain at this time for Ibiza, like the, you know. It'd be cool to plan out the whole trip on big milestones like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That would be sweet. It and then be that would be so year. fun if you could ensure that you had one or two people that came along for the whole ride because traveling with anybody is such a, like a great experience to share memories and all that stuff. But something that epic to have from beginning to end, because there's going to be a lot of shit that goes down. Yeah. To have that, be able to, again, share with somebody. Remember I, when it, we did this? It'd be such a life-changing event that, like, when... I, I would imagine it would be, like, our friends, like, we were both on this trip. Like, oh, I can't make this, but I can fly into Frankfurt for the to go see Daft Punk with you guys. Right. And we had just caravan through a fucking desert in africa and then they show up and we look completely different like we're both a couple of aldous snows yeah like you would become a changed person yeah, yeah. absolutely tripping I mean, off spider all, monkeys all that right you could change uh, your perspective on yeah. shit you could probably sell that as a show too right easy oh yeah i thought about that on one 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 of mine uh i feel like it would be an easy pitch but yeah, give me a couple first year, maybe year and a half. It might be longer than a year. Yeah. I, I think it, that's not even enough time just yeah. for, for everything you would want to hit because just I, I've heard of multiple people going, like, first time I went to Europe, I spent six months there. It was right. not there's, even near enough. Yeah. There's so, so many. It might take three years, yeah. but I get, give me two, three, four friends that will do the whole thing with me that are willing to, like, all right, for the next three years, we're doing this. Right. And, and let's do it. heartbeat on there. Yeah. I would also like to come. It'd be cool to, like, pick up, like, a lady or a male on the way, too. A, compa- yeah. a handsome companion. Yes, yes, a handsome travel companion. Yes. Bang them. Yeah. No, bro, you got it all wrong. That'd be great. Yeah, that would be my f- second thing I would do. Nice. Travel around the world. Very good. Uh, the second thing I would do, I feel like I'm kind of sticking with the same theme as the real estate stuff. And then also piggybacking on your take care, taking care of your friends and family. But I would want to buy, or I would buy a giant patch of land and start basically a family compound. And my grandpa, I would either buy him a new place. Or build him one on the compound, whatever he chooses to do. <laughs> Buy my brothers their own houses, have my house, put get Nana in there, you know, and then see whatever else shakes out. But I want a whole property, like a big one, to have a damsel compound. Where is it? Somewhere outside of the city, not far from it though. Seattle but- City? Probably, because that's where everybody lives. So well, I mean, this is your yeah. That's the easiest. So that yeah, probably most you likely. have unlimited funds. I know, Stuff doesn't but need so to be but easy. I don't need to move them somewhere else. Yeah. You know, like I don't want need to uproot their lives, but I want. So where would you put it? I don't know what city exactly. I mean, uh, it would be somewhere outside of Seattle. Uh, what like would you want to be near the coast near water near oh, river yeah, yeah, near yeah. The mountains? yeah so uh, i would probably want um i probably wouldn't go to the coast in washington but i would want to be on a lake like maybe have a private lake uh, on the property yeah. right i would find if this was me i would find one of the alpine many alpine lakes in Methow valley 
and build a secure compound around the lake. Yeah. Like just lake house, lake house, lake house. Boom, right. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I would do. That's cool. the dopest. Right. Yeah. I would want like, yeah, private access to your own lake. Um, you know, big enough to like have water toys on. You know, I want it Richie Bridge style. Right. Yeah. Want the docks, the blob, boats. Whatever. Oh, the blob. No sacks of shit allowed. It would be sweet to have like. You know, everybody has their own home that they live in, but Pictures. then your own, like, entertainment kind of, like, house where you can gather and not have to do, you You're know. A community house. Right. Yeah. yeah. The community center. Yeah. The community center. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I have my own emporium. <laughs> we've we've talked about this exact same thing in the group chat multiple times. Really? Of, like, the compound idea. Yeah. We literally talk about the same shit every time the lottery gets big. Yeah. So, and then, you know, close friends, if they choose that they want to, fucking A, bring it on, live there too. I would love that. We always talk about putting Pepper in in just like three or four guest houses. Right. For, you know, hey, you want a family come vacation for a bit? Yeah. Come on out. Yeah. That's a great idea. Definitely. Little little vacation cul-de-sac. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. So any like big events, you could you could get married there if you wanted to. You could throw your fucking Fourth of July party there. You know, you could just go camping for the weekend. Lake Danzel. Yeah, hell yeah. What would you name it? Would you name it Lake Danzel? <sighs> or like Lake Brina's the best. I know it would be something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it would be Sabrina Rules. That's what it's all called. <laughs> Bow to me, Lake. Yeah. Lake Brina. Lake Neil. <laughs> Lake Bend the Knee. Yeah, Lake Bend the Knee. Fuck yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's that would be number two. That's where my taking care of friends and family would come in. I love it. Yeah. Well, uh, the compound my, idea is such a good idea. Uh, I want it so bad. My number four is also that the, would be the taking care of my friends and family part. And that uh, title this Take My Inner Circle Car Shopping. Oh, so that I think that would be my breaking the news to everyone, where I was just like, "Hey, you that ma- would get your press coverage." You made the cut. Come on, we're all doing this. Uh, here, here are the play. It'd probably be in Portland because I think it's big enough where a I don't have to central. go anywhere central, but they have all of the major like. If you want a Bugatti, we gotta go somewhere else for that. But like. Pretty much any other brand you can think. They got a Lexus. They got a BMW. They got a whatever. And then we would like do it together. Like okay, we got we. They close the spot down for us at 10 a.m. You know to at Lexus. We're it's going, all private. We're going there. I got a G wagon. They want me to look at it. That you know at the Wilsonville Mercedes and type shit. So it would be like ah, oh, you, so you made so right. You made you made the cut. Such a fun experience. Fifteen or twenty of us, and then it would just it would be cool because oh my fucking dream car I have it, but it would also be like oh. Yeah, here's Dirt's appointment. We're going to watch him get his shit. And like, what what is he going to pick? Also, it's like, here are the amenities. Like, they're going to send it off. What do you want in it? And it would be like, oh, you hear the tires I want. Here's the fucking whatever I want. It would be like a pit my ride, but a good pit my ride. Not like a dog shit pit my ride. Where it's like, oh, I have a sink in my car now. It's also still breaking down. We heard you like golf. Yeah. So we filled your back seat with golf balls. Boom! Yeah, it would literally be... Whatever car you wanted with whatever fucking amenities you wanted in it, we would all do it in a day. It would be like, boom, here it is. Here's, you know, what color. And it would be fun. It's like, oh, really? That's your dream car. Oh, fuck it. Okay, cool. 
and might dress up real nice in suits and shit. No, take that a would limo be so, around. That's such a good one. That's such that would be such a fun experience. Yeah. Hell yeah. What car would you guys go with? My dream right now is the is the G wagon. Yeah, it's, I love the G wagon. That's been in my rotation for a long time. That's and a brand new one's right around two hundred grand. So it's that's not outland. I don't have to hit the lottery to hit that. I gotta just be a lot more well out than I am now. But I mean, that's what I would get. I I would want something like that for sure. I really, really love the G wagon. I love like that Jeep style, but luxury also. What's weird is I was thinking about it. I am not interested in a Jeep Wrangler by any means. Oh, I love Jeep Wranglers. I but I love the G wagon. Yeah, that's crazy. I wanted a, a Jeep Wrangler in high school so bad, so bad. I would still drive one. Um, Nate, what would you get? I don't know. If I called you up and I was like, boom. Here, you have two days. You have 48 hours. We're all meeting here. Uh, I'm sending you right. You have 48 hours to think, but right now I'm sending you to a tailor. They're making your suit because you're not looking like a scrub when we're doing this. All the girls dressing up like whores. Whores. Yeah. I'm going out. Uh, you don't have to dress like a whore. You know. I think it'd be a toss up between a really cool electric car, like a, te- like a Tesla, badass Tesla. Or I'd probably get some, like, I don't know what it would be, but some, like, adventure mobile. I would also, now that I'm thinking about it, I would also invite a couple outsiders that wouldn't be polarizing to the point where it would turn into, oh, we just need to talk to him, but it would just kind of liven it up. Like, I would be like, hey, uh, I know you don't need it, but Joe Rogan, uh, you get to pick a car, too. Oh, yeah, that'd be fun. And it was just like, he would kind of be it, and it would just... We would, I think because we would, like we did in Denver, it would be a party bus type situation where, you know, we would be on our own shit, like, oh, this is the best thing in the world and stuff like that. And then you would just look over like, oh, hey, I'm sitting next to Joe Rogan. What's, uh, what was it like talking to Elon the other day? And, and, but the point would be if you weren't sitting next to him, you were still having the fucking time of your life. You'd be doing, it would just like, that would be a little plus. Like he would be there, but I wouldn't You'd have special guests. Yeah. I wouldn't have someone like Dave Chappelle because I fucking love Dave Chappelle. And the thing would, just, I think he would stop time if he was in there and everyone would just be like, Oh my God, it's fucking Dave Chappelle. Like uh, give me TJ Miller. Ooh. Boom. That's a good one. Like, t- like a bunch of middle, like, yeah. Give me TJ, uh, you know, fuck. Give me a couple of the dudes from the Sandlot. Put them in there. Just like... Benny the Jet? I'd take it back Shepard because he's really into cars. That's so a good that one. that would be a good one. And I think Dax is interesting. That, totally. Uh, what's her Kristen? Is that how you say Kristen it? Kristen Bell? Yeah. She's got to come too. Yeah. And it would just be like, okay, we're done with the Mercedes. They're getting off. Uh, where are we headed right now? BMW. All right, everyone welcome the new fucking wave of people and it would be like, oh. Yeah, special guest for yeah. each one. Yeah. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Aziz and sorry. And you just kind of walk up. <laughs> That'd be cool. That'd be a so fun experience. That would be... Each special guest has to right. help that person pick out all their shit. And you know what? I'm and The G-Wagon would be, I think I would buy two at one point. And the G-Wagon would be the brand new one. And then my other one that I've always thought about would be, I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I like to drive fast. Um, yeah, right. What? Total, total shocker. Right. Uh, I would definitely get like a muscle car. Like, well, yeah, that changes that answer for sure. Because I'm thinking if we're just buying, we're going to the lot and buying a brand and new that, car. And that's what that is. We are going to the lot. It's yeah. not getting you. So you're, I you're get not the new wagon souped up. But 
also, I want an international scout done up, and then also a black on black, all black El Camino. Would you get shiny or matte black? For the El Camino, yeah. shiny. Shiny. Yeah. I think I think I'm getting like whatever looks good because uh, I see. What did Bruni have? Uh, they have a Nova. Maybe I don't know, but his car was sick. Yeah, it was sick as fuck. The interior was so sick. So sick. So yeah. I think it was a Nova, a uh, Chevy Nova, that um, like an old school Charger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just one no, of those. No, muscle cars are fucking. Amazing. Yeah, '67 so, Shelby. Mm. Like the uh, the one that Shrupo has in a uh, American Gangster. Gone in sixty seconds too. That yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that I mean, if we're going like fantasy cars for sure, but so, I mean, but that just would be if on you're side. going for one day, like bring your friends. We're going car shopping right now. Like pick whatever you and want. And then it would be uh, all delivered to the same place, so we all got to kind of like just look at a everyone's... reveal. Yeah, reveal. Reveal party. Uh, I think Kevin Hart did something like this recently. Move that yeah. bus. And it was just, you know, like, fucking move it. Everyone's going to see everyone's car. Like, well, oh, it, shit, I should have got that well, one. Well, what would be cool is if you rented out, like, a hangar, had all the cars in there, and just threw a fat party, like, here's the reveal party, here's what everybody here's got. Here's the cars on this you half. You have, and, like, basically, like, a sign on every car, like, this is what Nate picked, this is what Derek picked, this is what Sabrina picked, and everybody can fucking walk around and, like, you know. Yeah. Bring out fucking Lil Nas X. Boom. <laughs> Same. Yeah. At the you know, yeah, so because I feel like the ninety nine percent of like my special guests would be cool, but it would be I I'd bring in a creep on accident. Oh Jesus! Yeah. Uh, give me what's his face too, Pete. Pete, bring Pete. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. No, he's invited. Yeah, uh, is he? Yeah, no, he's invited. He's got to bring Kate Beckinsale. Oh yeah, that'd be a fun trip. Yeah, that would be fun. That's a, I, that's a great choice. I think I'd go Adventure Mobile. Now that I'm thinking about it. Like, if I didn't win the lottery and he's buying me one car, I'm right. going Adventure Mobile. Yeah. I'm definitely doing the reveal party at a, at a, at a private hangar. Yeah, that's I'm getting the deal. I'm getting the Horizon slash Alaska Airlines hangar in Portland. <laughs> that's where I'm going. Nice. Susan and Barb are invited. Yes. Barb Pot Pie is invited. Sailor's coming. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Great. Great one. Great uh, yeah. So, yeah. that's uh, We're going to transition back into the real estate area. So, my number two was travel around the world, mm-hmm. which was, is going to set up for the third thing I'd do. Your number two or your number four? It was my number four, it's, but it's the second thing yeah, I would gotcha. do. Yeah, I understood. The second thing I would do is going around the world, which tees up. The third thing I would do is when that trip was over, that was a scouting trip, to now I would buy property all the places that I would want to vacay. Yeah. And it would serve two two purposes. One... Me and all my close friends, if they want to go somewhere, they can use them. And two, when I'm not using them, they're rentals, and I got a rental company doing all of it, so it's bringing more money in. Right. But I, that's I would like probably pick ten places. Ten sounds like a good number, just around the world of little spots that I found Your on my travels. Places, yeah. And I'd have a really nice house and set up in each one of those that I can vacation and. Yeah. I thought about that too, buying multiple homes and just like Airbnb all of them. Yeah. Just having, because I don't know about you guys, and I don't know if this is a natural thought for everybody, but I wanted to, I want to immediately, this is why I would go in real estate immediately. I want return on the money that I have uh, right away. Yeah. I want to find all the avenues that I can 
safely and securely just keep bringing in money. So buying homes and Airbnb them out, vacation, rentals, whatever. I would, let's do it. I would have probably two here somewhere that were like my home homes. Mm-hmm. Probably on each coast. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Or maybe just two on the West Coast. Because fuck the East Coast. <laughs> no, just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, but I'd set up all the other houses as vacation homes. Like yeah. I'd make them big, like enough to, you could bring kind of a big family to each one. Like I just set it up so that no matter who was coming to vacation, it'd be comfortable there. Right. And then I'd say I'd Airbnb them and I'd tell all my close circle of friends and family of, Hey, if you want to go to one of these places, just let me know. It's free. Like we'll set it up. Right. That would be sick. It would be. Yeah. Very good one. I would love that. I would, I don't know. I feel like I would want to have a house on each coast of our country for sure. But (laughs) just every coast, but I want like, I want, I would want a house in the Northwest. I would want like a penthouse of some sort in New New York. I would want a f- somewhere down in SoCal, a place. And I don't know if I give a shit about living in Florida or anywhere down there. Like Florida Keys. Maybe, you know. But I definitely, yeah, for sure I would want three homes for sure in in our country. Yeah. The triangle. Right. Two west and yeah. one east. Yep. Yeah. That would be the initial. And then branch out from there. Yeah. Hawaii. See, I don't know if I would need a home there. I would rather have one on Hawaii than one on the East Coast. I don't think I would need a home. I would rent out whatever that I needed. Because I'm not, I don't, I can't imagine myself like spending that much time in Hawaii. Like, oh, I think I might. Hawaii is great. And it's a, definitely an amazing place to be. But you can visit. There are so many tropical places around the world. Like, I want to go to Bali. I want to go to fucking... Tahiti. I want to go to Fiji. I want to go to Thailand. Like, and you call yourself an American. <laughs> See, the, the part about that is I want to go to all those places too, but it would almost weird me. I would feel home in Hawaii because it's part of my country. Been to Hawaii before. I feel comfortable. I would not feel comfortable owning a several, excuse me, several million dollar house in Thailand or Bali. Where no, I'm not like trying to buy these, homes there. These outsiders just looking at the white man, you know, buying property. I think that they don't think that in Hawaii. <laughs> I'm Howie. I'm part Hawaiian. <laughs> I'm an insider there. Come on. Look at Come him. On, baby. Look at him. He's got white skin, but he's got nice teeth and a good beard now. Look, <laughs> look how his fingers work. <laughs> he looks like he has a strong shoulder. I, I'm i just saying that I don't know that I would need a permanent home in Hawaii because there are so many places to visit and Hawaii would be included in that, you know, like just being able to have access to them. But I could see myself spending, you know, like wanting to live in those cities and then who are, you know, like probably somewhere in France, you know. I probably have a house in somewhere like Hawaii for winter times. Yeah. Maybe not Hawaii, but somewhere like that. Right. That's what I mean. There's so many the, options. The, the 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 ranch. I've never been a cowboy ever. Not even in a country music, but the ranch style house, like in a desert, like fifty miles outside of the city in Phoenix, like 
kind of just in the middle of nowhere where it's that dry heat. Or Australia. And you have the huge... See, the thing about Australia is I just don't want to like step out on my porch and be like, oh, those three things right next to me can end my life right there. It's a dangerous place. Right. (laughs) Like, which is weird. I know. You guys ever think about that? Yeah. So the top 10 most deadliest spiders and top 10 most deadliest snakes all live in Australia. How's that happen? Yeah. Who knows? Right. But Australians are so nice. (laughs) It's just weird. They're badass too. It's just weird when you see the video where like, oh, mate, that's a banana spider right there. Oh. I'll be dead in 30 seconds if it bites me. Here, take this piece of Tupperware and, and, and trap it, mate. And then we'll do the plate thing and slide it and we'll we'll send him on his merry way out into the porch. I'm not doing that. I do sound like that. I'm not doing that. <laughs> okay. Smash it. Oh my god. Okay, so we're going off a segue for sure right now, but I just watched the video and I don't know, it's an old video and I don't know if you guys have seen it, but what one drop of snake venom will do to blood. Yeah. Have you, oh, yeah. oh, it's Turns so awful. Turns into jelly little. Yeah. Is, it, is the correct term coagulate? Yeah, yeah, is yeah. That shit just, yep. It makes it into one solid. It's like gelatin, yeah. It's so foul and it's so crazy to think that an animal can do that to you. Ugh. But. Yeah. Yeah. House. So, yeah. Houses. Houses. Yeah. Build my real estate empire. I'd probably start a real estate company with all the houses I have. Yeah. Right. I would definitely find some way to like run property management or. or... I'd, I'd for sure hire someone else to do that. Right. I would be the CEO that does nothing and just goes, hey, are you doing this correctly? I'd start my own company, Airbnb Brina or something. Oh, nice. <laughs> Airbnb Brina. Airbnb yeah. Brina. Brina, what's your three? Okay. The next thing I would do. This is kind of a little one. So she said. She did say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I would uh, hire a personal tailor and kind of like a like a seamstress. Yeah, I want all of my clothes to be custom fitted to me. In. Let me interject right quick. That's pretty much. I was just to say let me interject right quick. I see why you you said this is kind of a little one, and you preface that, but I want these eclectic weird ones because everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, I'm buying a house, I'm buying this, I'm buying that." But the Taylor thing, I never thought about it. That's fucking awesome. Like, yeah. I wish I would have done that. Like, now let me ask you this: You're getting a Taylor. You got unlimited funds. Why don't you just hire your own designer? That's what I have written down too. Oh. Like, it's a Taylor, and I would love to have my own designer so I could. Because we've had this conversation about, you know, wanting to make your own clothes. But if I could have somebody that I just give them my idea, can you make this for me? And they just make it. And then I have it tailored to fit my body. Do you have a certain designer? I don't know enough about designers right now where something would come to mind. But it would be, I mean, the, it just pop culture music would be like, oh, all Nikki talks about is Balmain, so he would be in on the fucking car. Right. So, I mean, like, I have a pretty eclectic style taste. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's, like, classic that I like, but I don't know how much I would wear it. Like, a lot of females go gaga for fucking Coco Chanel, and mm-hmm. Chanel is a very classic brand and iconic designer, you know, the tweed and all the shit and the look, but I'm not really super into that. 
I am definitely more into like the edgy um, uh, timeout. What's that, Johnson it? lady? Uh, oh, Betsy Johnson. That was one of my first designers that I liked when I was a kid. Really? I, yeah, my Nailed aunt. It. My aunt bought a lot of her, and she told me what the brand was, and it was she probably was just like peaking on popularity from mm-hmm. Axl Rose buying her leggings. You know yeah. what I mean? Like she was, um, she was getting huge, but I really loved how weird she was and like the bright colors and the vibrant prints and stuff like that. But, um, there I was always, Betsy Johnson. The first image that comes in my head is pink cheetah print. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, who was the designer that Lady Gaga was it Alexander McQueen, I think? Uh, yeah, was, man. What? Yeah, man. <laughs> he had very, like, really extreme weird shit. Like, very avant-garde. Like her meat dress? Kinda, yeah. And, like, those weird shoes that she'd wear with no heel. But they were, like, really tall. The fuck? Yeah. They're... I'll show you guys after we it's do this. Thing. It's a whole thing. But I, I'm very confident in my like wardrobe capabilities, my dress kit. Like I like my personal style, but I would love to like hire someone and be like, okay, what would you do with me? Go right. ahead. Right. And so it, so I like we, really weird shit like that, but I also like like Versace is something that I've always really liked. I love all the gold that's kind of in there and like I don't know. It's kind of like a 90s trashy kind of a vibe to me and i just like that very very tupac to me yeah i i just think of like all the 90s supermodels that wore you know all the gold jewelry and gold belts and black and lots of cutout shit but i would want somebody there that could make clothes tailored to my body that is to me such a struggle for to shopping sucks and there's not a lot out there for my body type, but just have whatever you want and it fits like a glove fits all the time. Perfectly. Yeah. And just for the exact for the what, exact moment. I could see you becoming a bitch about it though. Like, uh, I'm going to the festival of the bees. Did I say Glastonbury? What is this? Oh my god. Take it back. Really? Take it back. You really think I would do that? No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> I think I would do that. No. This sucks, Giorgio. Yeah, yeah. Uh I said I was going to the Bellagio. Give me that. Right. But yeah, that's what I want. I want a tailor, a personal tailor, to so all of my clothes fit. Diner, huh? No, you're fired. Oh, yeah. Shoulder pads, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, did I say front pleats? That would be fucking so. Just I'm trying to like I'm combining everyone's like dreams right now, and it would like we'd be all molly walked on the fucking party bus going to get everyone's cars, and then someone's trying to take like our end scene, like whatever. Hey, sir, please stop dancing. <laughs> Shut up what I hired yeah. you for. <laughs> Fuck that I hired you for. Z's, you want to sit it too? Come okay. on, man. I got you. That would be so awesome. That would be dope. I never thought about that. That would be so dope. And it would that just... That's a good one. I would, I would cycle them in and out because, you know, like... Oh fuck yeah! I I just copped us all tickets to the Met Gala. We obviously need someone for this. We're going to that, and then it would be different from like a summer thing we're doing. And I would different designer plug. See, I don't necessarily need like a famous designer to plug in. I just would want my own one that would know my taste and like be able to adapt to like. Okay, we are doing a summer thing. Can you? This is what I'm thinking. Can you make this? I think it'd be cool. Yeah, that yeah. to have someone who. 
the key is that they can make it fit you perfectly. Right. The bonus is that they can take like an idea where you're like, this is what I'm thinking and make it like, right. Put the designer twist on it. Exactly. Yeah. Execute your vision yeah. in a way in no matter what it is, you know, it can be casual or it can be glam. Right. Like red carpet. Talking cash? I, I'm, yeah. I'm a big like traditional suit person. Put your spin, put your designer spin on that. What was you to make it different? Like almost, I'm thinking of like, the Batmobile, like almost kind of like black wings going up off the shoulder or something like that, or yeah. like just what would look dope. Totally. What, what has nobody seen well, that yeah, would still yeah, yeah. look dope? And that's what the, a lot of you know, like Brian Bosworth shades my suit, make it kind of like that. that. Are personal stylists or stylists of the stars and stuff like that. You know, when you're going to certain events and you have to f- go shopping for somebody to, you're going shopping for somebody. Or, oh, here's a designer that I would love to have. Christian Siriano. I don't know if you guys know who he is. He was on uh, Project Runway, and he has made it huge. He designs... So, Leslie Jones, when she was going to the Ghostbusters premiere, nobody would dress her. Why? Because she's too big. Nobody would give her a dress. That's fucked. Right. And that happens all the time. Really? Yes. And so, Christian Siriano designed her a dress... And she looked fucking amazing. And he makes really cool clothes, really cool, edgy, bright, colorful gowns, suits, fucking, he, I mean, he creates crazy silhouettes. Like, he's fucking awesome. I would love to have, you know, he creates specifically for events, and he's an actual designer. But there are also stylists out there that will go shopping for you to go find what your vision is. But it would be sick to have the combination. Like, I'm going to the Grammys next month like let's create something that nobody else has just specifically for this event yeah and we'll make it that'd be fun yeah and i want that on hand all the time that'd be fun to do for those things and then it'd be fun to i'm going to the mall right at 8 30 <laughs> yeah right. let's do something that no one's ever seen right <laughs> exactly time to show out yeah <laughs> trying yeah. to look down on people exactly you're going, <laughs> going to the food sick. court tonight. Yeah. That'd be fucking sick. Yeah. Give me a Taylor. Ugh. Swift. Uh, my number three is create a functioning, successful fire fest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Dig it. Yeah. So, um... Can I go? Oh, duh. I'll have $5,000. I know. I am. So you can't go? Oh. <laughs> $5,000. The idea behind, uh, if you trap trapped under a fucking rock, you don't know what I'm talking about. It's the fire can we, fest. Can we pause and say, can you take a drink right now, everybody who's listening? Because that's the first time we said that in this podcast, and I'm surprised it hasn't come up We soon. need to have the interjection like yeah. a fucking button. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. He said, I'm under a fucking rock. Yeah. That idea was awesome. The execution was dog shit. If you you guys know what I'm talking about, if you've seen one of the two documentaries, that would be so dope to like have an island getaway with just the the best festival you can think of, and just like invite. You know, I I would make it something like yeah, it's five grand to get there. So like, 
I, this is the most elitist I'll sound, so it's not a bunch of like scumbags coming, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, half the tickets are reserved for micro, they're going. Plus, I, but I just would like to go to a party where like, oh yeah, I don't know who you are, but what's up? What's going, you know, like people who I don't know are also there. Yeah. But a large part of my congregation is also there, but like make it how it was, it was mentally sold yeah. yeah the vision like where everyone gets a you know a villa and it's like you know here's the suite on the water type shit not fema tents and just the dopest acts are there i could not wait to release the billing where it's like here's the headliner jay-z is actually going to go on at the nighttime spot mixed with daft punk they're going to do something together is that your gonna, headliner i don't know that was just what i thought of immediately but i mean that would be fucking if i saw that like the headliner is fucking Jay Z slash Daft Punk. That, that would be that insane. Would be oh my god! And then special guest on that time slot is Childish Gambino. Oh. I'm, I'm immediately thought of Jay Z with Lincoln Park, but Daft Punk instead. Yeah. Right. That'd Something be like dope that. as right. shit. That would be insane. Like, I I would love to see the 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 few good hits that Jay Z and Lincoln Park did, and then they Tupac hologrammed uh, uh, Benny or whatever. Who's Chester? Oh, yeah. You know, R.I.P. So if they could do that, and then, yeah, it would just be shit that I want to see, and then it would just, like, the people who are actually in that industry would be my advisors on, like, like this guy's hella hot, bring him here, and then I would do change of whatever. Like, the next one down, the next one down would be, like, you know, that would be insanity to have Jay-Z and Daft Punk and Childish Gambino doing their set. And and then uh, complete shift gears would be just spotlight solo John Mayer. Ah, uh, yes. Right. Boom. Yeah, that would be awesome. And then fucking you know like two, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say timeout. We should do a top five list of top five acts that you would put if you were thrown together in a music yeah, festival. Way down for that. Write that down. Yeah. Sorry. So I mean that and that's. John Mayer. And even it would be like a three day thing. I think. Right? So totally. At uh, minimum. At minimum. And it was like you would go back to your dope ass villa on the water, be like, Oh my I can't believe the fucking night we just had and you go like party and do that and then like what do we have to wake up the next day? We gotta wake up by noon so we can like I don't know, go who's hot go see Lizzo at noon or some shit. Like Yeah. So that would be I mean, it'd be hard. I'm surprised to pull that out of my ass just now, like my top would be Jay-Z, Daft Punk. If I had time to think, I don't know if I could beat that. Um, I feel like it would be uh, cool to kind of curate the day as far as music, like have more gentle music in the morning and then, you know, kind of soft rock and then it starts to get progressively more energetic and then at night it's just fucking popping. Yeah, just fucking, I like. And then a come down. Right, yeah. But it would, it would like, I would tailor it to be like, okay, when Charlish gets on, he's going to start out soft, like feels like summer. Yeah. And then, but like, he's going to transition to this is America and the place is just going to go fucking insane. Right. Yeah. Like, and then I want everyone to go, you know how people like, I don't want to get super weird, but I definitely want you to get fucking like. I don't even want to use the term rave ready because everyone just looks like a fucking like the same whore. But like, I want you to, I want you to fucking dress up. Would you put a dress code to it? Sure. Well, call, I mean, you can't just show up in a t-shirt and fucking khaki shorts. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I would have a tailor like 
okay, you're putting on like, give me a feather headdress with like war paint on. That's what I'm showing up to, or you know, yeah. dress guidelines. I was just gonna say suggested attire. Yeah, yeah. But, I would, but if you're not wearing it, you're not getting it. But right. I would make sure that my designer, back from year number three, <laughs> had me in something nobody else would have. That would be festival dope. Yeah. And hey Nate, can you tell Derek to stop stealing my ideas? Derek, uh, Sabrina asked me to tell you to stop stealing her ideas. Nate, can you tell Sabrina she just uninvited herself from the car fucking party? So Sabrina, you don't get a car now. Uh, Nate, will you tell Derek? I apologize. <laughs> I still want a car. Derek, uh, Sabrina wants a car. That's fine. Tell her to strike one. Strike one, Sabrina. You get three. She gets two. You get two. It's a weird. <laughs> game. Yeah, um, that would be insane to to do and fucking a just thinking about it right now where obviously our congregation would be probably not front center but like front right and we would be in a roped off not a you know we would be in our elitist place where like we get you know just fucking christ could you imagine if beyonce came on and did formation no (laughs) well actually i could because i did see that last night (laughs) Just, I mean, it would be like, my head's about to explode 30 times over. Right. Like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm seeing this. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm seeing this. Oh my God. And it would just be, I mean, it would be, it would be my festival. So it would be like, it, it would be like, hey, uh, you know, I don't even, I, I don't give a shit about Blink-182. Wow. <laughs> my, my point, my point would be like. Hey, Blink-182 just said yes, they're coming. Okay, make sure they do this, this, and this song. Like, it would be... Te- totally curated. Yeah, totally curated around me, and then it would just, like, all the shit that I want to see would be, like, no, like, maybes. The satisfaction of being in the moment when that happened, or in the moment and realizing I put this together... I and created seeing, this. Yeah, that would be the fucking shit. You know what I would do? I would get the Foo Fighters to go, but I would make sure they somehow did Smells Like Teen Spirit. I, I For listeners back home, obviously that's a Nirvana song, but Dave Grohl is on the, on the drums. Yeah. I don't know how they would do that because I wouldn't just... Ha- I, I would need... Here's how I would go with this rap. A cover a, of Team Spirit. A cover of Team Spirit. Dave's I, on back on the drums. Yeah, I don't want a sound. I don't want them to go throughout the world and find someone. Who, give me the best person that sounds just like Kurt Cobain. Tupac hologram him. I think uh, that's fucking perfect. Either t- yeah, I was gonna say like, give me like. Give me John Mayer's rendition. I know it's a, I know that's a qu- different gear, but like if you, they were to do "Smells Like Teen Spirit" together, or something like that, where but I need to hear the, I need to hear Grohl go fucking ape shit on the drums, and then whoever's on guitar, you know what I'm talking about. That note that, eh, do, 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 yeah, do, yeah. Do, like that. I just, I need to go fucking insane on that. Like right. that, that'd be one of the songs I would just lose my shit on. Would this be a one-time festival, or would you do it every year? Every year, every two years, every three years, and maybe it'd be maybe it'd be a World Cup type thing, like because uh-huh. I I think that would be build the suspense, build the suspense, and it's just like make people want it. Yeah, and I think that would like because 
Coachella is always going to be there every single year for people. And it's just like, oh, we didn't get tickets this year. We have to wait another four years to, like, get our, our, our villa. Like, and... I yeah. Was, yeah. Fuck, we missed the lottery. God damn it, yeah. another yeah. four years. That'd be dope. Yeah. And that, that would just be awesome to, like, there's so many people in my life that I'm like, fuck, that dude I played poker with that's, like, just a, a regular, but he's so fucking cool to talk to. I'm like... Yeah, I, he's an Indian guy with a family who works IT. George, get your shit. You're coming to fucking, you know, Derek's Firefest. Be Willy Wonka with all the golden tickets. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I would do? I would just remember when uh, it's the office when he's doing the, the yeah. fucking Michael's tickets and he does the he has the backwards jump. Yeah. Like that. Like I would be doing that, giving him the fucking tickets to people. Going to Pioneer Square, like, hi, I'm Miss. I'm so, you right here. No, not her, you. Oh my God. You're coming to Firefest. Not you. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bill fucking Murray's coming. Yeah, hell yeah. And Woody Harrelson. Well, that's that's if he decides to. Here's one more other thing I would do with my Firefest festival. I would hire a team of doctors and medical professionals that would research our body types and be like, "Here is the X amount of Molly you can take that's going to heighten." Like, this is going to give you the optimum, like... Perfect experience. Perfect experience. Here's this. You're not going to, like, overdose on this. It's not going to be too much where you're going to have a bad trip or anything like that. Here's the perfect amount. Here's the perfect amount for you. Here's the different perfect amount for you. Here's the different perfect amount for you. And if anything goes bad, here's the medical tent where we have some of the best, like, you know, people on staff. So I would definitely do that. Get everyone's, like, perfect, like... And I think... I don't know how, you know, the international laws work, but obviously if we're doing this on in a different country, maybe it's legal. Maybe we can get away with it. Like maybe maybe they're lace. Maybe it's right. fun. <laughs> uh very, that's a very fire festival. That's mm-hmm. kind of like uh Sabrina's Taylor idea for me. That's a little thing that I did not think of. That's a I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Right. Because it's fucking I don't know if you guys have ever done Molly, but it makes fucking music A-Con. amazing. Yeah. It's really fun. All right. The fourth on? thing I would do. My number two. Fourth thing I would do. Is. So attached to wherever I'm. Whatever house I'd have. I I would need land. I don't want to be around people. Like when I go on vacation. I want to be as far away from everybody else as possible. That's usually a good vacation for me. Like I like camping. Out in the woods. Away. You like seclusion. I do. Uh, so I would want a place that had a good amount of land so I don't have neighbors right next to me. And on that land, I would build a, a huge creative studio. And I say creative because I would want everything in there. I want a place that's a big paint like art studio. Are you tabling this? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, <laughs> Sabrina. Is this both your number two or is this your number one? It's my number one. Oh, you're so dumb. <laughs> okay. Sorry. No, can we, because we're going to talk about different shit, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think. Yeah. No, well, I'll just. Well, invite him on to your number one. No, but no, But see, no. now I don't, I want to have my it, own. Dream. I know. I know. We'll just, you do yours, I'll make it my number two, and we can just chat about it. Okay. God damn it, Serena. <laughs> But anyway, 
build this huge studio that had like a place for paint, like art, true art, a place for like screen printing, shit like that, place to have my digital graphic design area, but then also like a music studio. Yeah. So mine was, I wanted, I didn't need it to be secluded. I wanted it to be like, basically like a fantasy factory in like a warehouse of some sort and have all those resources available. I put music studio in there. I put painting room in there. I want, you know, where we can record podcasts, um, the fantasy photography studio. I mean, all of it. Fantasy factory of art is exactly what I'm picturing in my head. Yeah. Yeah. So I want a place that I created that has all the interests and hobbies that I can go do whenever I want. And, and I would even low key turn it into like a place that obviously my friends and family can use. But like if somebody reached out and was like, I really need some help or I'm looking for something, you know, like, fuck it, come to my place. Like you can record your podcast in here. Or you can use my studio, you know, to take your photos, whatever. You need new headshots, bring your photographer in here. I don't care. And for randos, you could rent out time. Exactly. That's what, I, that's what I mean. Like, kind of like a storefront, you oh, know. Oh, I thought you were just giving it away. No, no, no. Like, well, either or. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that's it. That was my number one. But yeah, like a, a total fantasy factory of creative resources. I love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Always stocked with whatever you needed. Right. Yeah, I was literally envisioning like every color in the world of paint, every different style, all the things, like every camera body and lens you wanted, and you know all the muslins and backdrops and. I'd hire instructors too to come in and teach me how, like, yeah. like masters. Absolutely. It. Yeah. Absolutely. I would love to do you know music lessons. This should have been like my one B, because this is pretty close to the top for me. This is this two is, doesn't sound right. Yeah, th and that's why I put it as my number one. Like, it like I was obviously like questioning my order, but this would be like the final once I settle down and are done with all the shit, especially after my number two. I, this is something that I would want to be around. From here on out, I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying to think of things I would do in this fantasy factory if I had unlimited money and trying to be an artistic side. I would. I would bring Seth MacFarlane in and create two minute Christmas card videos with animation and voiceovers that were tailored to the person that I'm like, you know, like this one's for Cody Mullins, and it's just like stewie and brian and like our new characters and it's just like yeah here's your two minute video this yeah, is my yeah. christmas card and right. like just to send out to everyone work yeah. on these and shit so that's, that would be fucking awesome yeah so i mean you could it, having interests in all different mediums of art you could always kind of like have your own little ex you know like exhibit going on you know whatever you're into at the time displayed in there you know, right. and all the little different wings. Like, yeah, I really, I made this yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> you guys like it? Yeah. <laughs> It'd be fucking awesome. I also just, the, being around that energy, being around the creative energy, just so much for me. Right. Like, 
waking up and going into a thing like this and let's say you know it's on the compound where you got your whole family staying and stuff and you walk in there one day and your brother's like in the music studio Derek's fucking writing right like being in that atmosphere to me gets me like I'm doing it too absolutely absolutely it feeds yeah it feeds you and that like those are the kinds of things that like I feel like feed my soul like travel definitely feeds my soul but Creative mediums definitely feed my soul. Like, I need to get whatever's in here out, and sometimes it's singing songs, <laughs> sometimes it's drawing, sometimes, you know, I just bought a coloring book recently. I saw that. It has been, I've been, I put so many hours into it so far. Hours. And I love it. Like, just, it's so therapeutic just to, you know, put something on paper. Simon. And I like to do drawings. <laughs> you looking at my bum. Um, yeah. Fucking A. Creative Fantasy Factory. Thanks for moving that down so we could talk about yeah. it now. That's your collective twos. Yeah. It was it's her my one, number one, but, but she moved it down to the two it. slot. Well, that was my two. Yeah. Um my number two we're on twos. Yep. By the Seahawks. That's one through five by the Seahawks. Yeah, um, yeah that's my biggest uh, like n- n- nerd Fantasy. out nerd out thing about me. It's like I go harder for the Seahawks than I do any other. Like some people like Pokemon cards. Some people, you know, fucking you nerd own your team. I just, not even necessarily that. I'm t- just talking about like I know the analytics and numbers about every single player and sh- that I've known for years now. So that's like my biggest nerd out thing in my life is the seattle seahawks that being said i'm also a huge sports fan so just like i would love to own a franchise of some sort it would be my favorite thing to watch and that would be the seahawks coincidentally they're up for sale so would you want to be the decision maker i would want to play gm no because i we've watched that with jerry jones and the cowboys and doesn't matter how much time you put in it always goes bad it's He's sucking dick at it, and he's been at it a little longer than I have. I'm shocker. Jerry Jones has been a longer GM in the NFL than Derek Danzel has. I know it's crazy, right? So you have to look it up, but it's true. It's true. I, <laughs> no, because uh, my favorite GM in the league is Shocker, the one of the Seahawks, and he's doing a fantastic job. Uh, John Schneider kicks ass at his job. He's the one that got a Sherman in the fifth, and. If I was if I was buying the team, I would want to make the decisions. I'd not necessarily make the decisions, but I would like be in the war room. That's what I mean. But you get final say. Like I would want to have my staff be really good around me, like my scouts and all those. <laughs> Here's the thing: I would be Leo DiCaprio and catch me if you can. If they're, when they're looking back at me, like Doctor, do you concur? Yeah, I concur. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Maybe, maybe not the first or second year, but like I would want to make some decisions. I'm, I'm drafting somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me like a seventh round pick. I'm not fucking anything up big time. I'm not. I'm not wasting the first round pick on what I want. Yeah. Because it, maybe you build up. You're though. getting your trusted advisors, and then once you get some experience, then maybe you'll have a little say. You get a seventh round pick. Right. You do there well you go. That maybe you yeah. get a fifth next year. Here's you go. the thing: work like, your way up. Yeah. People that I do like, like electric people. I would be in the stands with my scouts at, you know, the CFP. Yeah. Looking over at you. What's up, Nate? As you're both doing, you know, type shit. But I would I would do that. Um, but it just looks awesome when their team wins and, like, 
who Robert Kraft of the Patriots comes out and holds his trophy because his team that he owns just won. And he has a fat fucking ring on his finger. Like, this is my club. This is my team. And it just won. It's the most powerful one in the fucking world right now. That would be dope. And just, I'm thinking all the countless things you could do. Like, hey, you want to come to the Hawks game? Come, you know, come kick it in my suite. We'll do that. And then we can go have dinner afterwards and just all the random You're shit. You're totally you Brian Griffin. I have a time machine. <laughs> oh, <Yeah. laughs> Picking up chicks. <laughs> Brian, when do when was that time you got with that Playboy girl? Uh, August thirteenth. August thirteenth, you betcha. If you were at a bar and another guy was trying to pick up the same girl that you were picking up on, you would definitely be like, "Hey, yeah, um, I own the Seahawks." So, <laughs> I think my clout leave, please. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would like to think that like they would already know who I am, like. Oh, you're the guy who created the real Firefest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so Derek's real line would be, "Do you know who I am?" Right. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know who I am. I have my own designer. You go know Firefest. Yeah. yeah, you're welcome. Exactly. Did you have a hangover at Firefest? No, no, Listen, you didn't. I wouldn't. Who do you have to thank? Me. Yeah, I wouldn't be. Jerry, doctors. Here's here's exactly where I would be. I wouldn't be Jerry Jones in the war room. I would be Drake on the sidelines. That's that's the kind of owner I would be. Just the hype man owner. Yeah. yeah. Just getting that would be fun. Getting another player like getting in Baker Mayfield's face like you got in Draymond. You trash. <laughs> get out of here. And just throwing heat on Instagram like that. That picture pushing he, Kyle Lowry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> And I would just love to be like, oh, the team's o- the, the game's over, so everyone's like crossing paths and saying what's up, and then just having like a wide receiver, or defensive lineman, yo, D, what's up? Can I come play for you next season? Come on, baby, gotcha. come get me. My contract almost up. I'm like we'll talk, we'll talk, baby, we'll talk. We'll see what's up. But That'd be fun. I feel like that fun. would be something you would thoroughly, excuse me, thoroughly enjoy. Oh yeah. So. And thorough. That would be fun as shit. Number be... one, own the Seahawks. No, that's my number, number two. two. Oh, number two. What? Yeah. Oh, that was number one. Number two, on the Hawks. Okay. My, oh! my number one, and this is why the creative studio was not number one, is I would take all this money again when I settle down and get to my place where I want to start doing something again. I'm going full bore and start my clothing company the way it should have been started. Nice. I'm getting fucking whatever I want made. I got designs that are loaded that I just couldn't get done. Yeah. And that's what I'm doing. Nice. I'm dropping a shit ton of money on there. Yeah. Starting your biz. Yep. Nice. I think it'd be so fun. Yeah. That would be amazing. I can literally make anything. There's no restrictions yeah. about what I, I, I make. I would bring you into, like, I would have Versace and Balmain there, and then my third designer would be Nathan Lotak. On your street clothes? Yeah. And it was Casual. Just, yeah. I would like to see what you know. I would like to be a fly on the wall in the room, and you guys talking, design, bouncing designs off each other. And I want someone with a super thick, like Italian accent, talking to Nate, and it's like, how about we do this for this? And then I'm just, picturing that this dude that's like using a, yeah, I don't know, man, I don't really like it. Why don't we take this out? That's not really that dope. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Did you create anonymous? No, you didn't. No, I didn't think so. so. <laughs> do you know Derek personally? No, I, I can't think so. work like. Yeah. Have you guys seen that movie with uh, Ryan Gosling and Steve Carell 
Um, Crazy Stupid Love. Is that it? That's a good one. Is that the name of it? Yeah. The fucking look that uh, Ryan Gosling gives Steve Carell when he comes up with his shoes and he looks down at him and does the yeah. pullback. That's how I imagine those Italian guys so would good. look at me. I love that movie. It's so good. Um, hell yeah. Yeah, that's what I would do. I'd be able to like advertise however I want, market however I want. Yeah. Having no budget to do those things, just thinking about it. Ugh. Now, would you want it to be, um, like, a massive, like, ready-to-wear, like, all over the place? Or would you do it, like, create clothes for your own little, like, boutique store? Like, have one shop? I'd have my own. I think they'd be everywhere, but I'd have my own. I wouldn't want it to be, like, I'm making shit that I like. Yeah. I wouldn't care if other people bought it. Yeah. Type thing. Yeah. And I'd also work really hard to make it like, I feel like a lot of fashion these days is very fast fashion. Everything's fast fashion. So I'd try and make it more sustainable, like you buy this and wear it for a while type stuff. Yeah. But I would want it to be like all over, but it's not someone else's store. Right. Like I don't, own, I'm not going into Nordstrom your own, and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and that's what I meant. Like yeah. you want to be distributed in all these other no, stores. No, no. You want your own Nate Botak um, store. That's it. Yeah it's not touching anybody else's i don't want anybody to have any creative control of any part of how the anything lo- is how it goes yeah. on the shelf yeah. how it goes on anywhere yeah dope that's what i would do that'd be fun that'd be so fucking cool yeah. it's so fun that would be awesome that's your number one yep why wouldn't it be yeah being able to do shit like pop-ups too yeah like fucking oh there's an anonymous pop-up that just happened to pop up at Derek's music fire festival right yeah or you know just ugh. that would be fun that would be super fun good number one yeah that's a great number one very good uh, I thought our list would be more aligned there's shit on both your lists I'm like why the fuck that like the designer thing I never would have thought in a million years of that why wouldn't you have that shit there yeah well it's kind of like I feel like it's it's kind of like your plastic surgeries thing, you know, like you kind of think about what you personally want and the things that you like deal with on a day to day and how to make your life easier. I just want to one day walk down the street and then overhear someone's conversation. I'm like, holy shit, that guy looked like all 10 of his fingers worked. Awesome. Oh <laughs> I think he owns the Seahawks. Yeah, his finger looked like a bend. <laughs> looked like a bends normally. Oh my God. Let's go fuck him. Um, okay. My number one, which is my number two, but now it's my number one. Uh, I want to go, so this is similar to the taking a year off and traveling kind of a thing, but I want to go to events and shows. Like I want to buy season tickets to whatever basketball team I want to go to. I want to buy season tickets to probably the Seahawks. I want to go to the Super Bowl. I want to go to all the concerts, no matter where they are for that year. No fucking obviously limits. VIP. I want to go to Broadway shows. I want to go see Celine Dion in Vegas. You know, like, I want to do all of that shit. You haven't named one yet. What? I'm surprised you haven't named because you talked about it like three times over the last three podcasts. What? John Mayer? Oh, Matt Gala. That's not something that you can buy a ticket to, though. Oh, you have to be given that? Yeah. 
And you have that, to be invited. That, so that, you don't think you can buy a ticket with unlimited money? Remember, remember. In I'm fall. sure if you like donated whatever to the to the the Met Museum, sure. But like, I mean, like, like that obviously is on my bucket list. So I want to go to that for sure. But well, it doesn't sound like you do. Talking about no limitation, you're talking about having not being able to buy a ticket. I don't think you could. That's what I mean. I don't think you could buy a ticket. Um, you can't. We know that because yeah. of the Firefest doc. <laughs> but because that was uh, one of the things he was trying to sell after yeah, yeah, he got yeah. caught. Um, so, but I would want to go to all these, I would want to go to concerts, shows, plays, you know, I want to go see, uh, uh, Jeff Daniels doing To Kill a Mockingbird right now. I want to see fucking, you know. The reviews, he's killing that role. Right. Absolutely killing that role. So I think, didn't, we all talked about this, right? That's where we would tailor our world trip. We would tailor it around events. Um... If the year I win the lottery happens to land on the Olympics, I'm going to the Olympics. You know, like I want to be able to go to all the fucking cool events. I want to go to the award ceremonies, you know, like World Cup. Right. Yeah. Oscars. Wimbledon. Yeah. I want to go fucking sit there. I'll watch some fucking tennis matches like Daytona. Right. I do all of it. The Kentucky Derby. The F1 races in Europe. Oh, Monaco. Yeah. That one would be dope. Right. Getting dressed up in a bougie-ass derby uh, would be so fun. Right. But, yeah, same thing, though. Like, even in Monaco, like, fucking where there's hella money. Yeah. Being, like, it's almost like James Bond style, you know, like, where you're wearing the fancy shit. Where yeah. It's, where it's the there's, race in there's, the streets. There's 30 of you. You're not the only one bougie as fuck. Right. Exactly. At, at Everybody is. Yeah. And so. My, a couple of my friends just went to Macau, too, and they, they sent me pictures. M- Macau is the China version of Vegas. It's insanity over there. That that's what I would want to do for the first year or so, is go to concerts, sporting events on the regular, big sporting events like being, you know, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, and finals and yeah, 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 courtside NBA finals, like the whole series. Do all that. Yeah, that would be so much fun because obviously you could like go do that stuff, you know on the regular afterwards, you know, buy your season tickets or whatever, but to have a full, like crazy year of just going to shows and plays and, you know, I want to see all the Cirque du Soleil. I want to see, you know, like all, all the shit, sports and music. Would you and go by yourself or take people with you? I would take people with me. Yeah, of course. Sure. Yeah. That'd suck to go to the Oscars alone. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it would suck, but it right, would it'd be much it would better. be more fun. Right. Like, cause I I Bo- I think that booing people you wanted to right. Like... I could go to like I could go watch an award ceremony probably by myself. I could go to a play by myself. I could go to a Broadway show by myself. I could go watch Cirque du Soleil by myself. But stuff that I would want to, I could even go to a concert. But I would want to have a friend with me at a concert for sure, at a sporting event for sure. And then, yeah, probably an award ceremony would be more, you know. But the other ones I could do without, I don't need somebody there. But it would obviously be more fun. Word. But yeah, that's what I want to do. And travel. Garrett, what's your number one? Um, my number one is my property thing. And it's, in comparison, it should be my number five. But it's the thing I think about the most when I talk when because I have these lottery dreams daily. So I would do two things. Um, 
I would build my house. My house would be in Warrington on Colby Lake, um, in one of the corners. So if you're on one of like the the like play spots, like one of the public parts of the lake, you couldn't see it. Like it's only when you've been on that lake in a jet ski or a boat and you go way down to the end, you're like, oh fuck, there's a lake house and there's a whatever lake house, and you would obviously only get there um, by private road. And it would just be uh, dock access to it, but it would be my massive, like, mansion there. That's where, like, my party would, okay, everyone, like, I got this money now. Let's celebrate it. That's that's where my party would be. Uh, that's where my house would be because I would love to, like, have – I miss home sometimes, but I just want my dope-ass house to be there where I can go back. I, want, I don't know if I'd live there full-time. I think my full-time spot would be this one. It would be – the condo on a top floor in this city that we're in right now, which is Portland. And that, um, these are the two things I would always have is a, a penthouse top floor condo, downtown Portland, overlooking Pioneer square and that mansion on the lake. I've, I haven't been on the, the penthouse, but I've been pretty high up. Uh, these girls got a B and B one time. Um, and they invited, I went like they're on a bachelor party and they, there were girls that I knew and they invited me and I got to see it for a little bit. Um, and that just gave me like, literally I got the balloon full of champagne on my face. I tasted a little bit of the high life. I was like, holy shit, this is, and since then, since I saw what that view is like and what a condo like that on top looks like, that's always been. And if I was to have no money whatsoever in this city it would be condo on a top floor in Portland. So those are the two things I would do. I'm sure I would eventually like go somewhere else, but like the two things that are locked and loaded in my brain would be penthouse top floor and downtown and then my mansion on Colby Lake. So those are the two things I would do. That's my number one. Those would be the first two things. Set up your residencies. Yeah. So, and absolutely. Nice work. What type of house would that mansion be? Would it be like cabin style on the lake? Would it be like... Uh, modern, like cement, fucking looking. Explain American, uh, traditional American. Uh, what would you call the the house that we don't have, but the house that we want in Bend right now? What would you call that? Cabin. Yeah. So cabin style mansion. Yeah. Lodge, lodge style mansion. Yeah, because I think that would fit the area. Because you're yeah. you're in a dense part of the forest right next to a lake yep boom very woody and yeah. like rocks accents not like a hampton and... style no It'd be like that and it would beach house like a hunting lodge type right. yeah yeah very cozy that'd be fun yeah. it would also creep me the fuck out because it'd be so big and i'd be in the middle of nowhere and it would be like lake access i would have t- i would have to have top of the line security i would almost never stay there alone I would almost never stay with with just me and my girl either. That would almost make it creepier. Really? I'll stay with you. Then why would you have a house there? I would need people to be there with me. Like I would almost like 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 secu- like security outside or something. At like Colby Lake. Just being in the woods like that, yeah. He's a billionaire now, Sabrina. Yeah. People are coming after him. Owner of the Seahawks. Yes, God. The guy who started Firefest. Yeah. <laughs> Jaw roll ain't invited. I guess not. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> Are we ready? Yeah, no. Um, you sure should not write it. Yeah, those are the two things. I think that has 
I think the condo thing is like associated with a good memory. And you are, that is very much your personality. You associate and hold on to certain memories and want things back to bring that feeling back. I spent, an, yeah, I spent the night with a girl that was like, like fucking way out of my league. And yeah. it was, I was like, oh shit. So that's associated with a good memory. So like, now you want to live in a condo. Not, I mean, well, that's always when I like picture, like if I had, if I had unlimited money in the city, would I have a house in the Beaverton Hills or would I have like a two or three story penthouse downtown looking above the sea? I'm thinking of that penthouse with like an oak spiral staircase going through the whole thing with a Christmas tree. It's snowing outside that's that's my view i'm definitely See, that's that. a yeah that my triangle that i would have would be compound in washington penthouse in manhattan with all of that so you get all that city life living in you know on the top floors and then having the malibu beach home mm -hmm. or wherever you know yep. malibu nah. But yeah, we want the the best of all those environments. Simply the best. Good number one. Yeah, that, I mean, if if that that would be the first thing I would do. Yeah. That's, uh, I mean, that yeah, living wise, right? I would go hit those. Those are the ones I think about the most, especially because I do a lot of downtown driving. Yeah. And I just always look up at the sky. I'm like, I want. I mean, because the majority of big buildings like are going to have penthouse condos at the top of them and shit like that. Right. Like, so living um, on the 12th floor in downtown Seattle was fucking sick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was insane. And there were 40 floors. Lucy on the opposite. I would hate that. Yeah. I fucking love that. If I, I don't want to be that, at the top of that. I, I would fall. That, that's where I would want like my Christmas party to be that I hosted. Like everyone come up to my penthouse and it's like, Dude, yeah. seriously, for the tenth time and tenth party in a row, what the fuck is Aziz doing here? He, he was <laughs> he's at, getting annoying. He was at the car reveal. I'm like, come on, he's got presents to open. Michael, Sarah. If yeah. I had to ride an elevator forty floors every fucking day, I'd lose my mind. It goes really fast. And, uh, like, that would make it worse. The the elevator to Portland City Grill goes like five seconds, and it's on the I think it's the thirtieth floor. floor. Yeah, you guys are the. It, the timing of how long it takes to go up and down has nothing to do with it. It's the what idea of getting in an elevator, this fucking steel trap that could fall at any second. <laughs> I hate elevators. You must love flying. I hate elevators. Every day, 40 feet, 40 floors? 40 stories. 40 yeah. floors every yeah. day? Yeah. Better hope some jackass didn't fucking screw in that one screw that's holding you in there. Better hope some jackass didn't freaking, you know, leave your tire on too loose. Tire flies off. My my car drives pretty good. <laughs> Dave's money. Yeah. You just have made up. Dave's money. Um I don't know the elevator guy. Yeah, I don't have an elevator guy yet. <laughs> I actually kind of did. He worked for Thiss and Krupp back when I was at the hotel. <laughs> you would have a fucking elevator guy. He was dope as shit. He okay. really was. Because our elevator would go out all the time. And he was on a first name basis. And I was like, what's up, homie? Need your help? And he's like, hell yeah. I'm so glad you're He would live in Longview. 
back when my hotel I used to work in Astoria and at a certain time he would get paid like three times like not double time but he would get paid like triple overtime to make the, the the drive from Longview to Astoria on his day off it took like two minutes for it was like something literally I, I watched him do it before I could have done it but he had the training and it only could be reset by this guy mm-hmm. and it was like yeah I'm getting paid three times this fucking call me anytime this shit goes out and it was such a gr- Nate would hate this place because it was such an old building and the elevator literally it took one person in the elevator to jump which would happen all the time because when everyone gets in an elevator, oh fuck, let's jump in it. It would it would break it. So. Why would you jump in an elevator? <laughs> so Okay, so I'm gonna bring up something that Nate and I were talking about earlier. Would you quit your job immediately if you won the lottery? Yep. Nate says yes. <sighs> I I said no. Monday morning I'd tell him, Hey, just so you know, I won the lottery, you got two weeks to find a replacement. Immediately. I mean, any job too. It depends on. I don't think so outright. I think it would wait till I would go on my like year long excursion or anything like that. I don't think outright, but at the same time, if you were to like, if you were to hit the lotto and like, okay, like, and they're like, Derek, what do you want to do? And I was starting to like plan my car trip for everyone and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, you have a 7 a.m. show and do a 10 hour Yakima tomorrow. I don't think I could go. I Let me ask both of you right now. I, I we go out, we buy lottery tickets tonight. One of you hits the lottery. You hit the lottery. It's $50 million. It's not even our billion dollar thing. Okay? You going into work on Monday? Yeah. Wow. This is, the, again, this is stupid opinion. Put this in the watermelon. <laughs> Shut up. You're going into work? Yeah, because this is this is my whole thing about like the this is how I associate it with like negative panic. Like I wouldn't tell anybody. Yeah. I would have to stew on it for right, a while, right. and I would go to work. I don't want to. I don't want to make any emotional rash decisions. Right. So I would go to work, knowing in my mind that I have a fucking giant sum of money coming. Would I would be happy as fuck at work. Right. I wouldn't tell anybody why, mm-hmm. but you could, like, Derek, I get you why you wouldn't want to go to, on your trips, for sure, but my trips are fun, Right. and I go to cool destinations. I could sell my trips, you know, give them away, so I don't have to work, but I can keep my job. I would want to fly maybe once a month, and because I don't want to be one of those people that does, that just sits there and does nothing. Yeah. And it'd be, I guess that make a point because how else could you fly once a month if you weren't working? I could pay for it. Right. I know. That's the, if you can see my sarcastic face. No, I know. But to me, work is not like, I get enjoyment from my job and I meet so many people. Like I actually like a lot of the facets of my job. And that is what I would want to keep. I would want to keep some sort of normalcy, you know, like after all the dust settles. No, I don't. I don't get that. But that doesn't mean that I would probably not eventually quit if I found something else to do. But yeah, I like my job. That's insane to me. This is insane talk. Not that you like your job, but that you wouldn't quit. That's would, insane. It, it would it would be a, a good while before I ever made that decision. I uh, <laughs> I think I would do the same. Yeah. I, I, I identify with you. 
Yeah. Just, it would keep me in a right frame of mind where I can like think logically right. and think about like what are the legit next steps I'm going to take before I kind of let hog wild. Exactly. Yeah. What's crazy to me is that you guys think you would be doing that while you're working. To me, personally talking about panicking and whatever, if I have to go into work where I have to pay attention to something else while I just got all this and my mind is going, fuck, I got to get a lawyer. I got to get this. Like, I got to do all this. You can't do that while you're working. True. And you're and sitting there eight hours a day, whatever, going, I have so much to get done with this money. Oh, my God, I got to do this. And, and you have to fucking serve a lady that wanted a uh, soda and you came back with a soda and then she goes, actually, can I get a water too? Now that I think about it, the first delay we would catch or first, like someone who would pop off. Peace like, out. I'm out of here. Right. I got millions of dollars now. Fuck off, lady. See, that's where it would be more like, I'm not relying on the job for my income anymore. So like, I don't think that things would be like that. I wouldn't be as uptight about anybody like, wanting another fucking drink for me i'd be like ah whatever like how you were saying about the co-owner if you like you know pushed you and you're you know playing your game and you wouldn't get upset that wouldn't bother me i'd be like i have all this money i don't give a shit this is not like i don't need this job i just like doing it okay so sabrina's new one and two is keeping her job and sitting in traffic (laughs) that's ridiculous I, I I would like to test. I would like to I would love for you to have millions of dollars and to sit on one of your trips, that first trip after you won, and see a lady pop off on you and see if you wouldn't quit. Uh, that's not my personality type. <sighs> that's crazy to me. It takes a lot for me to a pop off to somebody and retaliate and make an emotional decision like that. Like, it would be a lot. A lot, a lot. If either of you win the lottery, I'll quit for you. Like, in other words, I'll quit my job so you guys can keep yours. Because <laughs> if someone's winning the lottery, someone has to stop working. I eventually probably would, but I would never, <laughs> I would never do it immediately. Never. <laughs> you can't quit now. You have to quit immediately <laughs> or you're working that job forever. Because I could go, if I want to go back and do it just because, like, if I have the money to sell my trips and I don't have to work, but I can still keep my job, I'm still employed, I don't have to work for fucking years. Here's the thing, I don't want to do nothing, I want to stay busy, so I would have, like, my creative fantasy factory going or something like that, where I would have, like, I need to show up somewhere an 8 to 5 type thing and make sure the wheels are running smoothly. I do not, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't. I think maybe I'd keep my job. I win the lottery tomorrow. I maybe work another bid. That's it. I work another 30 days where I can kind of relax. I really don't see myself working at my airline longer than a bid. Yeah. And I just it's something I don't need to hang on to. Um, the point that I would, would, would make me quit is the thing I love most. The saying that I love is if you don't work to build your own dream, you're going to spend your life building someone else's. I agree. And so the minute I got that money and I had the opportunity to do whatever I want and like build these things, I'd be like, peace, I'm yeah. out, I'm building this. Right. I'm not doing your shit no more. Yeah. Ugh. Dumb. It's dumb. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> it, it, would, it would be dope going through your mind 
like I have a supervisor that I haven't seen in years from one of my jobs that made my life better. And it would like, hey, John, what's up? You remember me? Yeah. Here's a hundred grand, bro. Hope you're still doing good. Boom. Like Ooh, just, that, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, yeah. I would love to do something like that. Things yeah. like that. Like, yeah. hope you're doing good. I've de- I, You made an influence on my life years ago. There was an article that came out. I don't know how true it is, but George Clooney gave, like, what, 14, 15 people a million dollars each that helped him in his life, you know, when he was struggling. Like, that's exactly the type of stuff I would love to do. Yeah. I love giving people things. Oh, yeah. I love treating people to things when I have it, you know. It's like, so fun. It's the best. I love it. And being able to be in that position, that would be, to me, the most powerful thing Not about having all that money. Having the money and not telling your friends, but telling them, like, with the car thing or, like, just walking up to them with, like, a, a bag of five mil. Being like, here you go. And they're like, what the fuck is this? Where'd you get this? Cheers, dude. Won the lottery. Right. Helping people that would literally wouldn't even, like, fucking, here, Nito, take a fucking, here's a million. Yeah. For you and your daughter. Yeah. It, that would be incredible to be able to do that. All that other stuff, you know, is fun. Like, but I don't think, like, to me... Or you could work. Right. You could work. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, listen, I get paid to be a traveling hobo. <laughs> Pretty sure. It's not a hard job. Yeah. Uh, what? I mean, you could... With this money now, you could travel and not be a hobo. <laughs> Who do yeah. you, here's what I'm thinking, and I'm not trying to, like, still talk on my own shit, but... Uh, if you're listening right now and you were in on my car excursion where we could go anywhere and you were able to bring a medium-sized guest, you know, you can't bring Robert Downey Jr., but you can bring Michael Pena from Ant-Man, you know, like the, the friend there or Michael something like that. Pena would be good. Yeah, that would be super good. He has to stay in character from Ant-Man. Nick Kroll would be good. Nick I Kroll would be it. awesome. Just shit like that. Who would you bring? You can't bring an A-lister. You can bring a B and a C-lister. It's who are you bringing to uh, to to your car excursion on the party bus? There is drugs. <laughs> Boom. Can't bring a Dave Chappelle, you know, but you can bring who was the dude that we watched? He's from Tennessee. Just had a Netflix special. That guy was funny as fuck. Nate something. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, that guy's. I can't remember. That guy's last invited. Name. The B. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that guy's invited. Yeah, you know that kind of shit. Can't bring Chris Rock, but you can bring him. Bring Pete Davidson, v- Vanessa Bear. Ooh, hell yeah! Yeah, yeah. TJ Miller was a perfect one. TJ Miller would be good. Yeah, that would be it. So, um, and then I would just fuck. I would love to have dinner. Like my one, like. Oh, I thought you were saying then you would just fuck. Then I would just fuck. <laughs> Probably. Well, I mean, that was kind of going on. Like my. Ne- <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess, yeah. I would love Not to hang out with it. Kara. Uh, Devilene. Yeah. Devilene. Yeah. She that, seems cool. That that would be like, she would be like my czar into like, okay, who, what designer am I? How did you get this look? I kind of want that for this. Also, let's make out. That, I mean, yeah, if I had a limited money, I'd probably make out with her right now. And Larry Weir. Do you think that she would make out with you just because you have money? No. No, she'd make out with me because my, my fingers worked and... <laughs> You got a good shoulder. Yeah, I got a good shoulder. And I would, like I would have one of the best beers on the planet. She she looks like a girl that knows a good shoulder. Yeah. She's got two good shoulders. 
she doesn't have a good head on her shoulders. <laughs> but yeah, that I would I would have to agree with you on that last point though. I would also make out with Larry Weir. Duh. Yeah. I wouldn't force myself on him though. No. I wouldn't Weinstein him. No, no, never. No, he's in on the car thing. Yeah. For sure. That'd be more like one of the uh one of the like, oh hey, you did this cool for me thing eight years ago, here's a hundred grand. Larry, here's a car. Top that. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I will make a fool of you. Top that. I see that. Woo! Top that.